Hi, I'm Michelle Hon, and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. Hi, I'm Michelle Hon and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. Welcome to the Chill Mamba Show. And this week, we have a very special guest. Sharon Wong, founder and CEO, creative director, and most importantly, the passion behind mother's work needs no introduction. And I wanted Sharon to come on the show after I read her book, Facebook. War Mom, where she wrote about her life as a little girl in Ipoh and her journey to where she is and where Mother works is today. And I find it very fascinating. I learned a lot from the book and I want to give you a bit of a teaser about what's in the book and what I, I feel like she has a lot to share with our community and that's why she's on the show today. And without further ado, let me welcome Sharon Wong. Hi Sharon. Hi everyone. Thank thanks, for, thanks for having thank me. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, to be on the show. So, will you start by telling our audience the one thing that people least expect you to be? <laughs> you know, when you first meet me, most people will say, "Wow, she's got a bitch face." But <laughs> I am the friendliest person ever. And I used to cry when I was little because everybody said, oh no, look at her, she's so fierce. Apparently when I don't smile, I look really fierce. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. I got, I got that too. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I think that's an excellent sort of like an insight and introduction to, to get to know who you are perhaps you know other people who may not know you or me might think that we are intimidating but I know you and I know yeah you are the warmest person and you're always so kind to everyone around you and so now we want to get back to the story right um, I know what have driven you to start your business but will you give our audience who hasn't read the book a bit of a teaser if you would on why you started your business well, the business part is easy, right? So it started, Mother's Work started as a hobby. It started when I was first pregnant. It's one of those moments where, you know, uh, something grips you and it makes you want to do something because you want it so badly. And that moment for me was when I found out I was pregnant and started shopping for baby products. There, 
there's not a lot out there. 20, my oldest is now 26, so there's not a lot, a lot out there 26 years ago. And I was traveling for work and I found all these things that I want. And I said to myself, surely there are other mothers like me in Singapore and, and in Hong Kong. At the time I was you know, traveling between, living between Hong Kong and traveling to Singapore as well. So by the time I was pregnant with my third child, I have this little list, a black book of everything you need to raise your child, not just anybody's, but yours, because we're all different. Mm. So with number one, number two, and number three, I have, you know, I always say three is perfect. By the time I get to number three, I realize that every single child wanted different things, different stroller, you know, the best car seat, the safest bottle, you name it, I wanted it. So I was this momzilla and, uh, and it became a hobby, a hobby that I wanted to share with a whole community of mothers who are too busy to look for products, but that we would be showcasing what options there are available. And, you know, with a hobby, just with a business, it, it has a life of its own. Mm. And before you know it, it became a business. It became a, a well-known business in Singapore. And uh, 10 years ago, we went into China as well. So Mother's Work was basically created uh, me being a mom and wanting mm. the best for my child. Mm, mm, excellent. And do you think that it has changed or evolved to what it is today? Oh, absolutely. Someone said to me, we just celebrated our 24th anniversary last month. And someone said, Sharon, you've been doing this for 24 years. I'm like, no, it feels fresh every two mm. years. But you know, with the retail business and, and really just motherhood from the time that I was pregnant, well, until you and now the, the newer moms, yeah. the things that we offer are completely different. Even my youngest son, he said he's, he's just finished NS. He came home, he's like, Mom, I never got these strollers. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't available during your time. Yeah. You know, so every three to five years, the life of an entrepreneur or in whatever industry that you're in, it changes. Even in corporate, you know, you rise to the challenge, you take on different portfolio and it changes just depending. And so it's a lot of interaction. So Mother's Work today is more than just a retail store. Mm -hmm. not, despite from me sharing my little black book of what you need to buy and when you need to buy. Mother's Work today is actually a community of women. Community of women as they journey into motherhood. Uh, as we share and we bond together and realizing that we are not alone. Oh, this. Yeah, and yeah. That's the beauty of evolving, right? Forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love that. And I absolutely feel like that's why Mother's Work is so popular and and you know being a mother myself and i still remember being a first-time mom and like walking into a baby store could be intimidating it's like what are all these products right what is there and um certainly mother's work has become part of has provided that community that we don't feel like we're alone so that's amazing how you know you started off feeling like you were alone in looking out for uh, maternity wear <laughs> that would look good in and then you bring it to people and then now you created a community for people so that they won't feel alone when they first started in this motherhood and so 
And I want to go back to your mission, right? Your mission of sharing your little black book of products that you know would help mothers in their early motherhood. And I wonder if, is there like a checklist, right? For the products that you would bring on um, that you would include in that little black book and eventually onto the shelves of mother's work. Is there like a criteria? There is a criteria, but actually, first of all, there's a checklist, a standard checklist of what you need. Mm. You know, the most, the success to me today is when a first time mom walks out of mother's work a little less overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You walk in, you mentioned being overwhelmed, you walk in and I sometimes see these first time moms, they look around and they're like, oh my goodness, do I need all this for my little person coming, right? <laughs> And I would say, yes, you absolutely do, but not all at the same time. Mm. So let's not kid. We need a lot of stuff for the little baby, right? <laughs> and we have it all. So the point of us trying to, like my mission from the very beginning mm. was to journey with women as they enter motherhood, right? To partner women as they journey into motherhood, to be there for them, to make it a little less overwhelmed so mm. that they know the choices. It's all about options. I hate it when people say, look, you have to buy this. I'm like, no, you don't. Mm. There are choices. And why are we kidding ourselves? We can make very good decisions. We women are decision makers. We can do it as long as you provide all the information. For me to make an informed decision on what I want to buy to raise my baby, not yours, not anybody's, but mine. So then we start off with a checklist of everything you need. And we narrow, so we have checklists from nursery, on the go, at home, dress up, you name it, you, you need it, but we narrow it down to the basic and we try to cut the checklist into three parts. Hmm. Everything you need to buy before the baby arrives. Then I have a newborn checklist, everything you need from zero to 12 months. And then we have another checklist, which is, you know, very minimal, is from, it's a toddler checklist. So mainly gifts for your first birthday, and then it goes on. So that way, it narrows it down for you, and you don't have to be overwhelmed. And then in the newborn checklist, uh, in the in the baby checklist, I narrow it down to the top nine must-have. If you buy nothing else, Michelle, you only need to buy these nine things for mm -hmm. your baby. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? We need lots of stuff. I'm like, no, you need nine things. Decide on these top nine. And the rest will come together because you get gifts, you get hand-me-downs, there's a lot out there. So let's not just buy, buy, and buy more. And I'm a retailer. <laughs> I'm telling you not to buy. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's really helpful, right? Like really, just the nine must have, the rest, uh, it will come or they're just nice to have, really. Yes. And this is for like the consumer you're thinking for the consumer, right? Like, again, you were saying, oh, I'm the retailer, I'm telling you not to buy. But in like a business standpoint, is there like a price point that you look at and like profit margin? How do you decide what goes into, you know, your business? Okay, so like I said, Mother's Word was created, me as an extension of a mother of three. Mother's mm -hmm. Word is my fourth baby. So everything that I've used for my three babies, tried and tested, and based on what is the latest technology, we pull it together. And so over the years, I've come up with a list, uh, not a list, maybe, uh, yeah, 11 values, I call it. Mother's Word is 11 alphabets, and they stand for 11 values. 
Now, if any product within our category of babies, right? We have baby on the go. So you need everything you need to take your baby out of the home. So mm. the three main category there is your car seat, your stroller and your baby carrier. So we go on like baby at home, what do you need at home? So in fact, when we train our team, it's very simple. Like think of everything you're selling as what you would need, but bring yourself down to when you were like 10 years old. And then as you go down further, younger, what do you need at home? What do you need when you go out, right? And what do you need to dress up? What do you need for bathing and, and, and so on and so on? So with the mothers, once we created the category to work with moms, and this is what you need based on my tried and tested things that I needed. We came up with 11 values and uh, it was interesting. Then we played around with it and I looked at mother's work and I'm like, you know, I've got 11 alphabets. I need 11 values. And if any of the product that we want will meet four out of these 11 values, they pass the first test of being uh, inside for us to curate inside the categories that we have in our offerings at mother's work. So M would be for multi-stage. So if you show me a product that is a single use, unless it is so unique, I'll be like, why am I wasting money? I need multi-use, right? Mm -hmm. All is original. So no pirate stuff, no copycats, because, you know, we believe in serving moms and giving you the best options. You know, tea is time-tested. Um, and then K, at the, which is my favorite, K at the end is kind to the earth. Oh. So, there are 11 values, Michelle. If you can't meet four of the 11, how on earth can yeah. I look at you and yeah. say, Michelle, I think you should absolutely buy this. Mm. I can't. So yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur with a, with a heart, yeah. <laughs> with a conscience. I mean, all need that, yeah. It's more than just a business to me and it's more than just the last dollar. That's mm -hmm. why, you know, over the years, we, and we're trusted. We're a community and moms share. You know, you yourself have been a couple of our events and you know how we share and how you share. You know, young moms come up to you and like, oh, Michelle, you have three children. <laughs> and so there's a lot of things like that happening. And I, I, I'm happy that it's evolved this way. Mm. You know, I, it, I didn't know it would evolve to this, right, when I first started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One thing leads to another and you're like, wow, 24 years later, like, I mean, as a business owner, we first have to be proud of the business that we have, because like you say, it is our baby after our <laughs> babies. And yeah, so I love that just like family values for your business, you have your business values. What is what can be in the business? Because that's literally what you you, you push to your customers. And so I, I think that's great. And I think you are at a stage now, I mean, product manufacturers probably come to you and say, Sharon, we have this, we'd love to stock this here. But in the early days, right? In the early days, you probably have tried something and you want to like bring it into Singapore. I'm sure there was challenges to bring it into oh. Singapore. What was that like? Absolutely. I mean, the to, until today, there's one of the, our very first supplier. He, when I bump into him, he'll laugh. He's like, remember when I asked you to pay me cash? Like, <laughs> no credit for you, because who are you? Uh, why do you want my product as cash and delivery? And we've come a long way. I started, I, I tell you my research, I was pregnant at the time with number three when I started researching. I was at Baby Zara's. Do you remember Baby Zara's? Uh, yes. 
Zara's. It, it it was a branch with all the baby products. I think yeah. it's at a forum. Yeah. I spent a whole afternoon there with a little notebook trying to take down take note of what are the products they have, you know, what bathtub. And I remember the salespeople were looking at me like, what is this pregnant woman doing here, you know, for so long and she's probably copying our prices. But I was just doing my research. And then I went to the yellow pages. Went to the yellow I don't know if you back in those days for you millennials. <laughs> we had yellow pages back then, yes. Yellow pages and white pages, right? Two mm. thick, very thick, thin paper. Uh, and I went in there to look for suppliers in Singapore. So I know the brands, I've done the research on the brands and I went to the, I needed to look for suppliers in Singapore. When I couldn't find them, I would then get on and stay up very late to, to US time so that I can then call the US to see if I can speak to somebody. And that's how I was sourcing for brands. I mean, it was tough, right? yeah. it took a long time. And that's why, you know, I always say to the young ones, I said, today is a press of a button. You go to my website and you know all the brands I carry. And we've done the research. But when we first started, it, it was tough. I had to do a lot of work to find the source, even though I know the brand. Yeah. Today, but the, the, most, the most satisfying, Michelle, is when any new brand wanting to come into Singapore or China, they'll call and they'll call and they'll call. <laughs> and this is so satisfying. It's a reverse now, isn't it? But you know, it's been a long time. We work out, to be very honest, we work really hard to get to where we are, to get the reputation, right? I mean, just like your business, not everybody can do it. You know, you hustle, right? And yeah, we make things happen. <laughs> and then when we get to where we are, sometimes we are too harsh on ourselves. You keep going, we keep going, we keep going, right? But if you take a step back and you're like, oh wow, we got here. Let's take a breather, celebrate before we hustle more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, like after hearing, you know, what Sharon had to go through, I mean, for those who want to get into retail business, now for you to find a retailer, or oh, sorry, a supplier, probably just, yeah, really just Google, you got the number, you got the email, you just email them. Like back in those days, you got to stay up and you got to make those long distance call and it was expensive. Yes. <laughs> right? And, 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 and you don't obviously, I mean, for anyone starting up, you know, people don't know you yet. You need to prove your ability to sell the product, right? So how did you convince them? Just really cash up front? <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, the local ones are cash up front. So Ooh. once you do the first one, once mm -hmm. you do the first one, they trust you, right? Oh, okay. Once, but also because the store wasn't open, so they have nothing to see. Mm. So by the time we enter China, and once they've seen what we can do, mm. it's very different. So perception is very important, right? Today, um, when I introduce, and also don't forget Singapore was the far east in those days. So when I call the US, I'm like, hi, you know, I'm Sharon from Mother's Work. We're a very premium mother and baby retailer in Singapore. And they're like, where? <laughs> and like, oh, the far east. So, you know, the perception is very different. But today when we say, oh, we're from Singapore, they're like, oh, I know there's a famous baby store there. I'm like, that, that's me, that's me. That's but you know, it, it's come a long way. Um, and we have to hustle. In our generation, we hustle. And I guess the new generation is easy. We get emails every day. We get a lot of emails. My buyers get a lot of emails from suppliers who want to list, who wants to come into Singapore. Mm -hmm. And 
also from local brands. And one of the things we decided to also do was to support local because it was so difficult for us to hustle, mm -hmm. to bring things into Singapore. And of course, when we enter China, we also have to hustle. So mm -hmm. part of what I wanted to do for the women community as well is that, you know, we've done the learning, we've done that learning curve. So if I can help you kick start, kick off faster, you know, I'm happy to do that. Mm. So that's why we, yeah, we're, we're happy to share some of the learnings that we have, all the standard operating procedures. But you know, in those days, it was fun though, thinking back now that actually I haven't thought about this for a long time. So thank you for, for <laughs> kind of you know, taking me back to those days, Michelle. It was, it was fun. It was hard work, but it was fun. Mm. I mean, how much fun is it to press a button today? <laughs> you're a natural entrepreneur like you want the hard thing it's like give me a challenge like this is way too easy right <laughs> ah, funny well and then that's great that's like a good leadway into our next question which comes from one of my uh, my follower on Instagram and this is from Adele and she says um, and she asked the biggest challenge that you had when you started your business was it picking up the call right at the start or is there you know anywhere in between what was the biggest challenge that you had to go through you know that's a really tough question because just like motherhood mm. I don't remember the one thing mm. right? there are many many things and many challenges along the way I always say that it's a road bump right I always use a road map with a bump in the road and you find your way you find that hole in the wall you go through and it's a next challenge so mm -hmm. even with raising three children I, I get asked this all the time I I cannot pinpoint because mm -hmm. to me each one you solve your problems as you move along and they're new problems so does that mean that was the first problem and was the toughest and therefore you mm -hmm. solve it and then the following up because it's never a quick yeah I fixed it right there's always a lot of things so the same with motherhood when we ask moms how how is your pregnancy you know do you remember all the hardship you're like yeah I've pulled this a lot but you can't really pinpoint so there are a lot of challenges I, I mean I'm not gonna kid you it wasn't easy now just even just looking for suppliers in those days but still there are bigger challenges along the way finding mm -hmm. customer making sales and you know satisfying everybody and I think you when you're enjoying what you do when it is the passion that's calling you you tend to forget those difficult moments you solve it and you move you keep moving and you move forward and before you know it I don't remember what happened 10 years ago I went to China I know it was the toughest time I remember my head got bruised because there was a lot of challenges but what are they I don't remember Right. My head got bruised because we have this joke that, you know, there's a thick wall in China. Everywhere we go, there's a <laughs> thick wall. They keep knocking your head against the wall and eventually you find a hole in the wall and you go through. Mm. Mm. I love that. I love that. It's, it's, it's true, right? And each of the challenge and each of the obstacles, right, that we go through, we, we become better. Yes. If without those obstacles and without those challenges, we will never grow, right? And I always tell people that you can only be as good as the biggest problem that you solved. Yes, absolutely. That is so perfectly put. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people, oh, I want this, right? I want the million dollar business, but the, the million dollar business comes with million dollars problem. Are you ready for that? 
right? So I love your answer of like not just one biggest challenge. It's just it's consistent. Just as life, we have challenges. And um, I remember a part of your story in your book where you mentioned where you went into this mall. It was totally quiet. <laughs> And you're like, are we in the wrong location? But then your store becomes like the anchor tenant for the mall eventually. And that's, again, you can see it as a challenge and you could also see that perseverance and really absolute trust of how mothers work would work in that market. So kudos, thank you. No, but see, actually one of my secret recipe, which I didn't talk about in the book because I had forgotten, um, <laughs> And was reminded. So I have this. It's called PPPV. PPPV. Passion, product, vision, and a little bit of luck. Now I'm not talking about 4D luck. Okay, luck is where opportunity and ability to execute or able to move with it across. Right. So so some people see it as a risk when you look mm -hmm. at a mall. But some of us see it as an opportunity. Now, it is an opportunity where because luck is sitting right there, Lady Luck is calling to you. Now, it exists, right? But can you, are you able to step up and take it? We could have walked away from the mall. Yeah. Because it's a dead mall. <laughs> we could have walked away. I'm like, this is so scary, right? But when that opportunity presents itself, when the luck was sitting there, we still... I always step up because I know whether I fail or not, if I don't take this, I'm going to regret this. Even mm. if I fail, at least I know I did it. Mm. And so that is why where every time I look at, and I look back, right? I look back and I'm like, every major uh, obstacle that people would see or risk, if I see it as an opportunity, it has gotten us to where we are. Amazing. So, yeah, is the ability where the opportunity or the luck presents itself and us stepping up and taking that to move on, the ability to do it at that point in time. Now, some people can't, like if I was, it was if I was just pregnant, I'll probably say, this is not the right time. Mm. But then I never know whether it will present itself again. Mm. There'll be others like, what is this pregnancy? The baby's gonna come out and then what? I'm just gonna take this opportunity together with my baby, we're gonna hustle through. Yeah. So I think that it's important for us women to remember that we go through a lot with our pregnancy, with our bodies, with our career, because we've got family, we've got husband. We always think that, okay, I could do it later. This is not my time yet. True, you could say that, but you will never know if by saying that you have missed a very, very big milestone in your life. So I always say when something presents itself, do not just wave it away and say, ah, you know, I want to prioritize this, I want to prioritize that because it's not my time. It is always your time. Make time and then think about it. Do not just brush it off because I always believe that is where Lady Luck presents itself. It's an opportunity. Do not write off as risk. I'm getting chills listening to this and I, <laughs> and, and, and it's absolutely true. Just like, like what you say, people see it as risk and you see it as luck present, uh, opportunity presenting itself. And, and sometimes our external circumstances or how things turn out to be starts from our mind. And because we see it as an opportunity, it turns out well. 
right? So people say, oh, you're just lucky. But no, you did that inner work. You were scared as well. But you you pushed through it and you're like, I, 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 I choose to see it as opportunity and I choose to go through with it because I do not want to regret it. And that's one very important, I think, takeaway that I'll remember and I hope our audience will remember as well because as we go through life, there's always opportunity that comes to us that we miss because we see... Yeah, and opportunity is a big word, right? So that's why I use the word luck. I chose to take the luck. I chose to believe that I am lucky today and Lady Luck presented itself and I chose to take that luck with me. You know, and, and as Asians, right, I think it's easier for us to understand, oh yeah, I'm so lucky. Yeah, I'm so oh, yeah. lucky. But actually, yeah. when we say opportunity, like, oh my gosh, it's such a big word. What opportunity? Yeah. You know, what have I missed? But very simple. It's that moment that you know. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I think that's what you did too, right? There's an opportunity. There's a lady luck was there. You know, not a lot of people are helping other moms start their business or even kickstart. We're all wanting to help, but we're all busy with other things, and none of us are thinking the way you are thinking. You know, and you ran with it, and you ran with it, and there's all these moms that you're helping to start their business to grow. But people don't see that. Yo, you're so lucky, Michelle, because it was perfect timing because nobody was doing it. But they don't know how hard it is, right? yeah yeah i guess to me it's like again it's like i thought of this and let's let's just do it if i don't do it i might regret it like if i don't do this what you know then i might be doing something else let's just run with this and let's see where it takes us and just really that's it it's, it's like the the logic behind it it could actually be very simple it's like do i want to do it yeah i really feel pulled to it i want to do it and i'm doing it yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah you don't yeah. have to think too much just I always say, just keep moving, just keep moving. And if it's not right, you can always change. What is so scary? So, you know, like I said, okay, when we went to China, I'm like, okay, so if I lose everything, okay, get out. I'll come back to Singapore and go somewhere else. But if I never went into China, I would never know. Exactly. Exactly. If you don't go, you'll never know. You'll never know. And that's one precious life of ours. Are you going to take the risk? Right? Or are you just going to be, I'll never know, I don't know, I'm just going to sit on my couch and think, you know, what if, what if, right? Okay, so one last question, right? What's your number one goal for the next 12 months? <laughs> you know, I always, I always get asked, you know, what is your business plan? What is your target for the next two years? Michelle, I don't even know what I'm eating tomorrow. Okay, well, this could be not just business, anything. Just number one goal you want to do. That's a, tough that's, a, that's, that's a really tough one. I think I, because my children are grown up and they live in different countries, I think my goal has always been to become or to get together and spend time as a family of five. So to me, that has always been precious. And recently I did organize for my two children to come back in time on I the morning that. of their father's birthday. So to me, these are these are precious time and they become little goals of mine whenever the opportunity presents itself that we could come together that's what i would really plan for i mean the rest of the things you hustle and you you work with it but i think if you said what is my one goal that i really want to make happen all the time and i'm thinking about when the opportunity presents itself is to bring my family together lovely 
Yes, Precious thank you so much. Yes, create memories with your family. That should be yes. our number one goal. And if I may just summarize, you know, our entire conversation, I love that we shared um, how this business stems from your experience as a mom and you want to create that experience and create that community for other moms. And with that, because at the end of the day, you are solving quite problem for other people. You are helping other people and i like to think that you know with that and also with your um business savviness and your never die attitude that it has brought yourself and mother's work to what it is today and we've learned so much personally i've learned so much i've got so much like oh my god moments and i would definitely listen back to this as well to see what else can you know have i missed while i was talking to you and um yeah while this wrap this up um would you have any last parting words for our audience i think i'm always a mother first an entrepreneur second and one of the values we talk about values for the business these are standard operating procedures that you develop as you learn in business but what i always say is you know tell your children have your family values our our is very simple we tell the children be kind have you know have passion have courage to find and become the best you can be we're not asking for more but give us no less excellent Thank you once again for tuning in to the Chill Mamba Show. I hope you enjoyed this, this episode as much as I have. And I'll see you again, same place, whatever time is convenient to you to tune in. Bye-bye. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. You can also tag me at the Chill Mom or momboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. You can also tag me at the Chill Mom or momboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.